So you guys, I wrote this letter January 26, 2021. And it reads, I know it has been a while since my last post, so I'm a little late. But my prayer is that with each letter you read, that you will find the revelation that is needed for your very life. And also my prayer is that we apply the knowledge and revelation that is given from God through his word. I know this letter is titled, A Letter to a Father About the Harvest. So let me get on with it. As I was led to study scriptures about harvest, as I continued to read and study, the question kept resurfacing. What is it that I need to know? Also, the bigger question is, God, what are you trying to show me? Well, I got some leeway when I came to Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 through 13. And let me pause right here, guys. I'm going to be reading Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 through 13 from the Amplified Classic Version of the Bible. So let's get back into the letter. Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 through 13 reads, as Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's office. And he said to him, be my disciple, stop with my party and follow me. And he rose and followed him. And as Jesus reclined at table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and especially wicked sinners came and sat, reclined with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, why does your master eat with tax collectors and those sinful? But when Jesus heard it, he replied, Those who are strong and well, healthy, have no need of a physician, but those who are weak and sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, that is, readiness to help those in trouble, and not sacrifice and sacrificial victims. For I came not to call and invite to repentance the righteous, those who are upright and in right standing with God, but sinners. I would like you to focus on the highlighted part of the text. So guys, when I wrote this in the letter, the highlighted portion of the text was Matthew chapter 9 verses 12 through 13, where God is telling, you know, the Pharisees that I didn't come here for the people that are healthy or that are righteous. I came for the sinners. I came for the sick. I came for the people that are in need of me, in need for a savior. So let's get back into the letter. After reading Matthew chapter nine, verses nine through 13, I realized the revelation. The revelation is this. Jesus came to be the solution to the problem. To be the solution, I have to go where the problem is. As believers, we sometimes remove ourselves from things that inconvenience us or what we consider a problem we sometimes say i don't want to deal with that person or this situation but my question to you is doesn't a harvest require work when the fruit is ready you must go out and get the fruit because if you don't it will eventually decay as i continued my study i was led to another scripture that touched my heart and it is found in hosea 6 and 6. For I desire and delight in dutiful, steadfast love and goodness, not sacrifice, and the knowledge of an acquaintance with God more than burnt offerings. In other words, God wants people to know him, not to go to another meeting about him or have a knowledge of him. God wants a real relationship with us. God doesn't want religion or tradition. He wants to talk with us and reveal himself to us in so many ways. 
The laborers are few because we don't know what it means to harvest. To be the solution to our problem, we have to go where the problem is. I'm going to let you in on this little secret. The problem is not running to your church or Bible study. The problem is at the grocery store, your job, the neighbor you pass by that you say hello to every morning, the school, the inconvenient phone call about the issue someone else is having at the most inconvenient time in your day. The harvest doesn't tell you the exact day that you should pick the fruit. You just know the season and to look out on the field. And when you see that it is ready, you go, go and get it with a readiness to help. And you guys, this is something that as believers, we must do. We must pay attention. We must be walking in the spirit. And a lot of times I believe we as believers aren't prepared for the harvest because number one, we're not walking in the spirit. We're walking in the flesh. <clears throat> Excuse me, we're walking in the flesh and not the spirit. So we can't discern or we we won't be able to listen to the still small voice because we have a lot of, you know, a lot of things on our minds. And it just really, are we really casting our cares on Jesus? Just like he says in the, in the word of God. And another thing, you know, we got to have the spirit of wisdom. And then the, the word of God says, Sound wisdom is laid up for the righteous. Are we having sound wisdom when it comes to the harvest? The harvest is, is ready right now. People are suffering. Um, people have financial uncertainty. Um, people need mental healing. There has been an outcry, an outpour for mental health, mental wellness, and people are needing. And we as believers need to be the solution to the problems. But do we have the fear of the Lord? Um, I'm going to read a passage to you. You know, they say the the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But a lot of believers don't know what the fear of the Lord is. So in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 13, it reads, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way and the forward mouth do I hate. So this is another thing that is preventing the laborers to go out and harvest are you walking around with a spirit of pride a spirit of arrogancy that is the fear of the lord and when we say the fear of the lord we're not talking about oh you know being afraid it's the reverential fear of the lord it's to honor god it's to honor his ways his laws his precepts and we have to get to that point people are needing to see a true believer they're needing to see it they don't need to be preached at they don't need to be hollered at they want to see it they need to see it walking living and breathing they need to see a man and a woman of god or a child of god really being led by the spirit not by the flesh and i'm just going to be transparent with you guys two years ago i was like very like devastated heartbroken and all those things but in that brokenness god was like really checking me like something no you got to get that out of you you got to get that prideful spirit out of you you got to get that i feel because i was you know always a person that you know i feel like you know this should have happened i feel like no and he checked me he's like no you're my children walk 
in the spirit, not the flesh. It doesn't matter about how you feel. Now, I care about how you feel, but I need you to walk in the spirit so you don't care around. Some people are carrying around the spirit of offense, um, the spirit of pride, the spirit of hate. But you're all, but you are a believer of Christ, you say. But do you hate what God hates? And he hates a prideful heart. He hates discord. He hates all of those things. And we have to be in a constant state of repentance. And what I mean is I had a situation happen on Monday. And, um, you know, I was asking a young lady, I was just saying, you know, well, what, what do you think? What do you think? And she said one word. And it resonated in me. And it's only by the grace of God that I was able to pick it up in my spirit. And she said, you know, Santa, I don't want to be offended. And I said to myself, God, am I carrying the spirit of offense? Am I being offended by what just happened? So, God, I repent. God, you said in your word, if I confess my sins and you're faithful and just to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Y'all, I went in a state of repentance right in that moment because I didn't want to carry around the spirit of offense. We're supposed to walk in the spirit that none of this stuff will not affect us so we can move effectively so we can harvest for the kingdom of God. So I pray that this episode helps you to lean on God, lean on the word of God, get into the word of God. And be spirit-led and not led by the flesh. And as always, I pray that you go in grace and peace and that you have a blessed day.